Hello everyone and welcome back. <laughs> Greetings. Greetings. It's us. It's, it's, us. it's you and I. It's me and you. You, 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 you. I think Therese is always coming with something. <laughs> and guys, she's always ending with something. I'm hyper like 24 se- that's a lie, I'm not hyper or 24 7. I'm not. But most times, most th- sometimes. It depends. It depends what mood you're in. 100 but I've not even done my introduction, my little hi everyone and welcome back to Christine the Stuck Show. Now I'm happy. Continue, what were you saying? <laughs> I love doing that. I love it, I love it. It's nice though. It's nice, it's nice, it's nice. Gotta keep that consistency, you we know? Just gotta, we gotta, we just gotta, gotta, gotta. That's it. Ha ha ha. Yeah. Look, I hope that you're doing well. Uh, wherever you are, whatever you're doing at the moment, I just hope that you're doing well. <laughs> Therese is yawning. <laughs> that was just a call really, it out. really, really big yawn. Oh, I swear, a whole bird could have actually flown through oh, the mouth. Wow. Well, Sorry, guys. Now, to be fair, it's quite late here as we're recording this, so you're excused. And we're um, grannies. We go to bed pretty early. That's so true. I love my sleep. I really, really love my sleep. <laughs> um but hey we're back we're back still on the matter still talking about african household and our experiences and just wanting to share you know what we what we think our thoughts our feelings our emotions um and you know for some this might be helpful for others it might be more of a entertainment kind of thing you know because <laughs> maybe you're not from an african household so <laughs> do you understand but whatever it is um we hope you're gonna enjoy today's episode as well so you're probably wondering all right all right lots of talking what are we talking about today today we're talking about what does it mean to be a child of an african immigrant which i think is so interesting because most of the time again like most of the things that we're talking about most of the time you don't sit down and think about it because you are and because you are you you just kind of live life like that without you know just pausing and reflecting on it um so again i can't remember how this question came up i was talking to you about it and myself and Teresa talked about a few things that uh we wanted to talk about and this question came up and i just thought let's break it down let's break bread you know and let's <laughs> i love saying it a friend of mine says it so i like to copy and paste whatever i like trust no me. problem nah it's you just special you're a special I, 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 am. I, def- <laughs> I definitely am but hey so if I ask that question to you, what, what comes to mind? What does it mean to be a child of an African immigrant? Mate, there's so many things that are flying through my head right now, mate. You know what I mean? But, um, what can I say? Being a child... Gosh. So, obviously, for me, born in Greece, mm. and um, both my parents being from different parts of... Africa, mm. West and East. Mm. Um, so naturally, you are bringing this interesting, mm. you know, um, in a bad way. No, it's yeah. just different, you mm. know, to 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 somebody else or to yourself that has parents from the same country. Yeah. Um, however, as I said, gr- growing up in Greece, being the only black girl in my 
everyone is saying in my class. I think I was the only black girl in my school. Was I? No, maybe I'm, I think I'm exaggerating with my class. And then, um, so you're speaking Greek in school, probably speaking Greek at home, speaking English, the occasional Yoruba that you, you end up understanding. And then from there, you migrate mm. to the Great UK to come and see Queen Lisbeth. Um, and at the time, Princess Diana, you know. Wow. So, yeah, 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 yeah. On the 22nd of December, marked, I'm going to pretend that I know, but I think it was like, it was more than 15 years. 15 years? Wow. I can't remember. It was one long, we moved here in 95, I think. All oh, right. Yeah. I think so it was right. around that time that she, that she died. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's 95. So, um, maybe 98, 95. Something like that. Yeah, something around there. But, um, yeah, so coming here and going to school and having a very heavy, strange accent that, you know, it was just, this is just literally backstory for me to get to where I need to get to. But, um, <laughs> literally, it was very different because if you get bullied in school and you have. African breast, someone like my dad, it's just like, don't mind them, ignore them, or my mom, ignore them. And I'm thinking, you ain't in my class. <laughs> you don't know what it's like not to have friends. Mm. You don't know when they're picking on you, stuff like that. It was just, it was interesting because their way of handling things and encouraging their children was so different mm. because it was almost like they're telling you off, but no, they're trying to encourage you. And it's yeah. like, do you cry or do you take it and be like, I'm going to be both today in mm. school? So it was quite intense and weird because you're trying to, you know what your parents are like because you, you, you're raised by them, mm. but now you're in a different environment again. Mm. And it's like, who am I? Like, yeah. where do I go from here? Mm. Um, so it, it was very, it was quite tricky. It was quite tricky, but I think I learned resilience and adaptation very quickly you have to because no well, she just you're, you're gonna get devoured yeah you're gonna get devoured you, you just it's, it's going to be so you're just gonna be sad all the time if you don't if you don't adapt and just see the good in some things whether it looks nice or not do you know what i mean but obviously you have a similar background to me what was it like for you because <laughs> i'm sure yours is a little bit different, you know? No, I think it was actually quite similar because um, my parents are both from Nigeria. I was born in Italy and I spent quite a long time in Italy. So um, even in Italy, being a child of an African immigrant, it, it, it was funny because um, my parents were the first black um, individuals to move in the town where I was raised, where I spent 16 years of my life. Oh, wow. um, so there the was that aspect of knowing very well that you're, that you're perceived to be different. You, you're different, but you're not necessarily different, but you are perceived to be different by everybody else. And people will continually remind you that you're different uh, and this could be in a very subtle way in a very uh involuntary way or in a very like in your face type of way um to be honest only a few times 
it was in a mean way uh, luckily if I could say it like that but my parents experience has been different they, they didn't you know they, they, they had it tough I would course, say yeah, yeah, and I think yeah. that's also due to the fact that they were uh, they were the first black people to move so I think it's slightly different when you've had uh, an influx and then you are uh, you moved there after 30 years that mm-hmm. there's been that immigration mm-hmm. sort of vibe going on but I think for my parents they they received a lot of um, backlash in one way or the other but being a child of an African immigrant meant that uh, there's a there's a lot of things that I would hold in mind because I would know that the way I'm interacting with my white peers is not how I'm going to interact with my parents at home or the way I'm interacting with the parents of my white peers is going to be completely different to how I interact with my parents so there's, there was always that um, recognition that there's almost a, a split behavior like I'm not going to be the same with my parents or with my family with my parents friends and with the rest so there's almost like a when I think about it now, it didn't feel like that back then. But if I think about it now, there was definitely um, just your awareness that the way you are is different, and that's down to culture, down to so many different things, um, and also the fact that because you're child of an African immigrant, I knew very well that there's, there's some things that my parents place a lot of value on that I gotta pursue. It's almost like you know automatically you're a child of an African immigrant school, you better do well. Cause mm. you know, you gotta get your grades, you have to do well, you and this is this is what this is the road that you should pursue. So again, there's there's those sort of things. Yeah. Um and I think also there the moving to to the UK, um my experience was completely different actually, because the whole being perceived as different because you are pretty much one of the only black that is out there for us to see was completely different here it was almost like ah, freedom yeah. you know because you've got so many others um that look like you but of course as you mentioned the accent thing was it was big <laughs> it was it's so big wild it's so big Ugh. and if you're not careful if you're if you have a sensitive type of personality I know that it sounds like really but it can actually kind of break you because it can really break your confidence because you're like oh do I, do I really sound <laughs> 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 alright but as you mentioned then adaptability um, just just comes in um, but I feel like there's so many different things being a child of an African immigrant I think generally one thing that I've realised is that you're strong you know when you're a child of an African immigrant African immigrant yeah you you just you just strong the way you deal with things you you just you have this thing about you where most of the time you're not gonna be um, non resilient you're gonna be quite resilient the way you approach life the way you um, yeah the way you thrive through life I think most of the time and and that's because um, being an African immigrant most of the time means that you most of the times not always you had to start from the from the bottom up so you know how it is to be low but by god's grace you also know what it means to you know move through life and because of that most of the time that's going to be at the back of your mind so i know very well that there's a lot of things that i want to achieve because like i want to know that my parents are looking at me and thinking 
you know what my girl got this our boy he has this as well so there's, there's a lot there's a lot of things that i think uh we hold in mind that someone who was born here for example wouldn't necessarily bear in mind someone whose parents and grandparents and great-grandparents were born here i think because of that you would think slightly differently yeah what do you think you said so many things that I travelled with everything you were saying and <laughs> creating different scenarios and I don't know what your question was now. <clears throat> to be honest, I should have stopped because I, I definitely said you a lot of things. said many things. So... Yeah. I was talking about Italy, the fact that obviously my parents were the first black, um, mm-hmm. you know, couple, if you want to call it like that, to move to Provagno in Italy. Then I was talking about moving here and definitely the accent barrier, but equally the fact that uh, it was freedom, it was refreshing because I could see so many, you know, peers like you. you understand. And I felt like I could relate to you. I would talk about, you know, my experience with my parents, the discipline, the this, and we would laugh and joke over stuff that I could never, you know, share with the with a white friend back in Italy because even if I shared it they probably look at me and just not fully understand because that's not the experience not the fault just not the experience so uh, and then i was also saying the expectation that is indirectly placed on you when you're a child of an african immigrant the the sort of an african parent they, they want you to do well and it's not to say that a white parent doesn't want the children to do well but one thing that i'm realizing is that most of, i'm generalizing of course i can't speak for every single you know but most of the time a white parent say for example the child doesn't do quote unquote as well as we can call it just for the sake of yeah. i feel like the white parent is not going to beat themselves up as much but when you have a african parent they will and i think personally that's also because of their struggle they don't want to see you struggling because they've struggled too much for this to be repeating itself Mm. but most of the time the white parent will be like it's probably a phase i think bob will be all right after all yes do you see where coming from all the names bob (laughs) michael but do you see where i'm coming from again of course we're generalizing so please if if you're listening to this and you think that's not quite right again we're generalized not necessarily saying that we hold all the truth but i definitely do see that and it comes back to what you were saying about resilience look African parents, immigrants in general, we're talking about African because we are, yeah. but immigrants as well, in general, because you have to fight so much. Fight, so many fights. Do you understand? Teresa, I went to Germany. I went to Germany for school exchange thing, something. When I went there, I went there for one month. Ask me if I can speak German, please. Can I speak German? My German is kaput for my German people as is kaput okay and when i went there the moment i got to i landed i got to the station and literally just trying to understand them i was i felt so discouraged because i was like i read it in books (laughs) i got first class everything but just like understanding how to navigate the german country i just felt so discouraged i was like it's just I feel overwhelmed right now. I was there for one month. Eventually, you get used to it. And anyways, because most people speak English, so it was great. But I just envision my parents moving to Italy, where they have no idea how to pronounce no word. Mm-hmm. I just thought, my guys, I don't, 
I don't know how they did it, but they've done it. And trust me, the respect that I had for them, I always respect my parents, but that respect just quadrupled itself because I was like, I've, and for them to learn, <laughs> I feel like I need to say what, what happened. If not, people are going to be like, why, Christi- why is Christina laughing? <laughs> Teresa just spilled herself. Anyways. <laughs> literally the respect that i had for my parents just went up so so much um but when you're not an immigrant you, you you're not gonna know you and some people again you might come to me and say christina that's not true i went on holiday for a few weeks i know what it feels like to be you know a foreigner in a but it's different when you have to do it for a long time mm-hmm. it's it's completely different and it's really going to test your personality it's going to test your integrity it's going to test your identity sometimes as well when you're not careful so anyways i'm talking the most uh but yeah that, that that's that's really what i was thinking there's just so much to it isn't it 100 percent, there is so much to it when it comes to that it's like yeah everyone's experience will differ but there will be something that is more or less the same that everyone would have experienced mm. this hate factor that keeps popping out of my mouth i don't like it you know <laughs> um yes um what was, what was your question? Did you ask me a question? Yeah, yeah I didn't you even... You did, but then you just started talking as well, didn't you? <laughs> so you rude. don't even remember the question. No more. But to be honest, my question was... Because I said a bunch of things. And then I just said, what about you? What do you think? So it was really open invite for you to pick out on, <laughs> on anything. I just... I don't even know, like, what to say. Apart from what I've said already, because when it as i said and also actually i just remembered we lived in four different places or three different places before we um had our own place our own home so it was very different you know so i think that the um area the environment the school the friends that you make and stuff so Mm -hmm. there were so many things that happened and and as you rightfully said the hustle like our parents hustling because they're practically starting from the bottom Mm. and that's where the whole resilience comes in and I Mm. think that's why a lot of us are very much like go hard or go home (laughs) trust me because it's like you cannot fail (laughs) but it's not even it's not a sense of pride it's just something that's innate because we have subconsciously watched our parents or even consciously yeah and it's like they've worked hard even when you're tired they're still going because they're like you've got to eat yeah you've got to have clothes mm. you need money you know and they're school they're asking for a trip and yeah, this and that. On this trip mm. and that trip and it's like okay i have to make do so just watching that my dad was a, a a cleaner but it was like he was not like a cleaner that cleans offices he used to clean the streets like mm. clean um block block of flats and mm. stuff so he used to see all manner of things and it was like wow some of these children are unruly you know yeah and my mom being a nurse it was just a lot it was so many things just trying to get your find your way find oh. your feet yeah you know um so watching that and going to school i guess as a child you don't really as long as you have your food and your toys and your friends it's like whatever but you still have some you know experiences where you're like oh i want to be like my friend sally <laughs> because because once you're, you're, you're black African mm. in a predominantly white 
I don't want to say area, country, because a lot of people are here. You know, yeah. they they are, um, you know, white, mm. and say you make a lot of white friends, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, and you see how their parents interact with them or what their parents give them and how their parents react to certain things that happen at school. Um, it's interesting. So you're like, oh. Oh, I wish. Oh, I wish it was like this. Like, and I'm not discrediting our African parents out yeah, here, not, not at all, all yeah. because they have made us who we are, you know. Yeah. So, and I'm grateful for the good and the bad. But it's just watching that as a child, you you don't know any better. So mm. you just you kind of see a difference, and yeah. you're like, oh, how come? Yeah, theirs is like that, and how come yeah. mine is like that? And then you try and come and display the same tin in your house, <laughs> where you, and you don't get the same response. You know, you just maybe I told to go to your room, or ah. you're given a very terrific slap. You know, you know, you just don't know. But yeah, like those, those were those have been my experiences where you're like, oh, you wish this, or why not this, or I want. I was, it's 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 so interesting because you think to yourself as a child, you probably won't pay attention but you pick up so many things you pick up so much so 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 many things and then you start feeling low you start feeling i was so many times i was sad oh my gosh like oh i had my friends but i just felt like oh but why is it my life like this and why why, why this and why 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 that but you don't know what your parents are going through you Trust don't know me. the hustle you don't know you actually don't know about yes, it do. you're just watching we have no idea no idea and I love, I love that you said that because um, I'll never forget uh, this client uh, one time told me. And I think this interaction I'll remember for the rest of my life because it's just something... You know when you can have those conversations and you can remember them clearly and they will just stay with you forever. She came to me and uh, we were having a therapy session and um, she, she was telling me how... Um, she she just thinks that her parents um are not doing well enough um her parents being immigrants as well and she was saying how at the end of the day um they provide for for my food um i go to school but that's it that's not enough in 2020 being a parent that's just not enough i see what other parents are doing you know and I feel like I need more. And I was like, heesh. And that's such a, because it's pretty much what you're saying. That's such a tricky one because you would think that a child perhaps doesn't necessarily compare or doesn't necessarily, well, actually, I would think that you would, as a child, I would probably think like, you know, this specific individual because you know very well yourself, you know what you have at home, and then you know what you hear of other people as well you can then compare and be like but why does he not marry like why does he not come together it's just like so parallel why is it so different but as you mentioned i think when you're so young um it's difficult to understand that that there, there are reasons as to why your parents are perhaps only able to cater for so much mm. and actually the fact that they're able to cater for so much that in itself 
it's it's enough for what they're capable of doing but of course as a child you, you want more and you, you you want the toys you want the extracurricular activities you want to go on the trip why because your friends are doing it so you think that if they're doing it i should be able to do it as well but again it goes back to being a child of an immigrant that you know as you mentioned before most of the times you're holding up holding down like two three jobs what what time do you have to do kodo kodo this that do you understand like what time and this again is not to say that it's good it's just you get to a point where you grow and you start putting things together and you start recognizing why and you start recognizing that it's also like the parenting style that they've received is not is never going to be the same as the european westernized do you understand mm-hmm. so you, you start piecing things together you're like ah but honestly when when that individual mentioned that i thought wow because i think most um most children of immigrants will get to that you know realization at some point where you're like uh it it's not enough the parenting that i'm receiving it feels like it's not enough but then I think the turning point is, what are you going to do about that? Are you going to stay there and use that as an excuse? Or are you going to use that to propel you to do more the moment you've got that opportunity? And even when you then become a parent, what are you going to do? And I think, you know, it, it always goes back to that. What now? What next? What are you going to do? Because, ah, oh, it's so easy to use things as excuses. Honestly, it's easy and it's convenient as well and it feels right it feels like you're entitled to use it as an excuse Mm -hmm. and i think that's the danger but when you're then able to like what you just did today just recognize that actually there's so much resilience there's so much strength that you can learn and then the things that you need to unlearn brother sister you, you go and learn it you know but also sometimes the gratitude that we should be able to show to our parents That's because they understand that what they had to hold down is just it, it's just a lot and then of course we would we are then in a position where we'll be able to be a completely different type of parent while still holding on to you know some of the goods 100% gratitude gratitude is a must yeah Whoa. <laughs> you just had to, didn't you? You just had to. I just, just had, had to. Because you're not going to. So. I, I, I actually agree. I agree. That gratitude, being grateful. Mm. They didn't have to, you know. But I guess they, they did the best. Their best. Their best. Their best. And their best has to be good enough for you. That's it. That's their best. You know? That's it. But at the time, as a child, it, just it doesn't feel like it. I've come from here to here, and I'm like, what's happening? You know, why is my life like this? Mm. But please, please say it again. What you said about the parents and enough. They did what was enough. Just say it again. I just need to remember what I said. Oh, snap. You said... They're, they've done their best, and basically... We have to accept that their best is enough. That's it. We that have to still, ex- we yeah. have to accept that their best is enough, and it was new territory for them too. Mm. So, yes, they probably travelled before they had us, but it's different now. Having two lives or three lives as a man, you've got now got if you have two children, a wife, you now have three lives that you're responsible for. Do you mm. get so? Um, 
it's different so the pressure is different forget pressure from people outside there's a pressure internal pressure where it's like i must be the best you know so mm. gratitude is a must guys <laughs> always is. always mm. so yeah i'm on <laughs> yes and i think that's a that's probably a good place to to wrap it up even for for today the, the thing about gratitude i think once you're able to do that you're able to appreciate you know a lot of things more and also you know one thing that a friend of mine says you recognize that yo my parents are actually humans like they're not robots and it's it's tricky hey because imagine like especially when you start getting in relationships or even friendships you realize that it's not easy it's not always easy to like uh be together all the time and to uh you know get along and everything imagine as you mentioned when you're then you're married and you have one person two people three people on on under you or with you it's just like it's just so much and then on top of that you're moving into a new country and then on top of that maybe the job is not coming to you straight like there's just so many things and then you start realizing that hold on hold on actually thank you mom actually thank you dad you know for everything that you've done so shout out to all the parents immigrant parents especially but all the parents all the same you know for the job that you do yes as Teresa said look at the end of the day what you're doing um it's not always easy but what you're able to do uh is good enough you know for us and of course there's always room for improvement we're not we're not saying that that's not the case i think all of us to understand like whoever you are uh you're always able to to improve to grow um but yes for us we'll stay grateful and we will display that gratitude always um but yes we hope you've you've enjoyed listening to this one as well where we just talked about what it means for us to be children of african immigrants um but hey actually for this one i would love to to hear from you uh your experience and actually even if you're not from a african household no no problem i still want to hear your story what's your story what does it feel like to be um a child of immigrants maybe it could be from from asia from from other places all around the world um from whatever you know i would love to to hear from you um but yes it's been your girl christina and your girl this guy's not serious not at all never serious but yes until next time have a good one ciao